0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: The Frames Per Second Podcast.
2: I'm going to get me a band and make me some records. I know how to play real music, not this jug
3: band shit. You call that playing music. Yeah, I know what I'm doing.
2: No one will fire me.
3: I don't care. When I got there, they began to say. That's to get the people's attention. That's when you and Slow Drag come
2: in with the rhythm part. Me and Cutler play on the break.
4: They don't care nothing about me. All they want
5: is my voice. A one, a two. Uh, you know what to do
3: what's going on it's your boy nikki dusay aka mr no disrespect and you now tune into the frames for second podcast in this episode we are reviewing ma rainey's black bottom the denzel washington produced film directed by george c wolf starring viola davis and i believe this is chadwick boseman's last performance yeah.
5: before he passed r.i.p um
3: wait that was viola davis
5: Yes. I know. Yeah. I didn't know until the end either. you didn't realize that? No. You didn't realize it from the beginning? No. I knew wow. I recognized her face a little bit. Yeah. But it took the end and the credits popping up for me to be like, oh, that's wow. That's crazy. Damn. They did her dirty as hell, bro. Yeah, they did. That's crazy. That's how she looked, though. Yeah. That is how she looked. Yeah. You know?
1: I, I, I didn't even know it was a real person until the end. Mm.
4: Really? Did you guys watch no the, clue. um like, behind the scenes uh, little thing that
5: they did? Mm-mm. Nope.
4: Nope. Mm. <laughs>
3: I I, I, I feel like that's leading to something, but before we get into that, um, I bring up Denzel Washington because um, lately, I think his last couple movies or a few movies um, have been dealing with August Wilson, the famous playwright, and he's just really been taking a a hold of his catalog with Fences and now this movie, Um, and obviously both of them starred uh, Viola Davis as well, so he likes working with her um but yeah let's get into the review i'm uh overall thoughts mike what's up
5: dang that's new Never started with me before um (laughs) i enjoyed enjoyed this i had zero clue what the fuck this was um and it it took a minute for me to to like really get my brain into that world because to be totally honest and blunt uh Chadwick Boseman's character was annoying the fucking mm. shit out of me for the first like twenty minutes, but once I got myself acclimated to what was going on with that world, I dug it, man. It was it was a very different kind of movie, a different filming style, a different dialogue style. I enjoyed it. It's not movie of the year no shit like that, but it was it was good. How about you, Cam?
1: I ain't know what the fuck was going on even when it was over. I, mean, I was just like, what yeah. the fuck is what you the fuck know is I just viola?
2: Watched? So yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, man. It was, it was, it was definitely a different kind of movie. Hmm. Yeah. So I I I still don't know.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you don't know how you feel, yeah. or you just don't know what it's about.
1: I knew what it was about, but it just it was just it just felt very spaced out. Hmm. Very spacey. I was just like,
5: interesting, nah, I, I couldn't do it. I was like, damn, Chad.
1: Chad was annoying as he shit. He was annoying though. as shit. Oh my God.
5: But that's to the testament of his acting.
1: I yeah, but he,
5: he uh, I believe
1: that shit. <laughs>
5: I dealt and I want to slap the shit out of you right bro, now. Bro, rest I'm in for peace, real. of course. But bruh, Jesus. Getting on my fucking nerves, bro.
4: Nay, what's up? What'd you think? I love this. This is my type of shit. Um I loved that. So with it being from a play, I understand the airiness of it because it felt it kind of felt very much like a play. But I think it translated to film better than I think Fences did. I think Fences Mm -hmm. felt more like a stage production than this did. And I think the director did a really good job of bringing it um, onto the screen. I loved the acting. I loved the story. I loved that it was rooted in history. I loved the layers. This was my shit.
3: Hmm. Finally (laughs) found a movie that you like.
2: Yep. Oh, yeah. What's up, yeah. What's up, Rob?
3: What you think?
5: So,
2: no, no, no.
5: But Uh-oh. you ain't laughing. He, laugh, he laughing. Nick, somebody's laughing. in trouble.
2: I don't know why I'm laughing. Cause I guess because of laughs. But um, yeah, I didn't particularly care for fences, and, and like Viola's, like a really good actress, and and Denzel's like one of my favorite act actors, and, um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't really care for them, but um. I think this one was done well, man. I think I thought this one was done really well. I was a little skeptical going into it because, mm-hmm. like Mike, I had no clue what this was. Had no intention of watching it. It it didn't draw my attention at all. Like, mm-hmm. so, cause I thought it was y'all. I don't y'all know I don't like musicals, so I thought it was a musical. So I just had no interest in it. Nay watched it before me. I was like, she she's like, you gonna watch my round? I was like, nah, you got it. Cause we normally <laughs> watch stuff together. <laughs> We never watched stuff together, but man, was I surprised. Like I was seriously surprised because, and another thing too, I don't know if I've ever said this, I'm not a big Chad with Boseman fan either, like of his acting. I never I never been a big fan of his, like he, he's okay, hmm. but I never thought he was as good as people say he
1: is.
5: It's Black Panther. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He didn't do it for me with Black Panther. He did it for me with, with um, James the Brown. Sp- no, no um, the, the Spike Lee joint. Oh, oh, the five bloods, but black bloods. The people Ron's yeah. talking about. No, yeah, he's
2: yeah. right. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah, I'm like, he's cool, but you know, but he did, he did, he did good in this one.
3: Yeah, uh, I actually like this film. I don't love it, but I there were some really good scenes in it for me that made me like, okay, this is, I'm I'm happy we got this kind of quality work from him as we are, you know, as a last, you know, memory of him and his career. Because, uh, you know, what you recognize that most of his like hits have to deal with Black stories. And I like that. And I like how diverse those stories have been. Um, and I also just love this movie because we see a sweaty Black woman yell at all white people. <laughs> 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 90% of this. Man, Viola Davis was cussing out the white woman. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Every trip, I was loving it. That shit, I mean, She cussed everybody out, actually. But I I really liked it, um, and I like how we start off with, you know, in in Georgia with you know with the main star, uh, Ma Rainey, and doing her thing and seeing them on tour. I like how they show off they, they 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 showcase the music and the talent before we get into the story to explain like how talented these people actually are, which is why they act the way they act. Um, and then we kind of go like. It does play out like a stage play. I kind of wanted to ask y'all, did y'all get that feeling after you did your research or did you um, think that based off of just how everything was shot, it worked? Because sometimes it felt like oh, we're in this scene for a while. This feels like I'm watching like a a Medea play on DVD sometimes. Not the quality, but just like the actual, you know, stage formula.
2: It didn't did y'all feel like that? that to me. I mean, it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like that to me because I I got pulled into that, to that room, to that, to where, to that studio, Studio. like I I feel like the performances were very strong from everyone, like from everyone, um, and I really like that one, the uh, main band guy, or whatever. Uh, especially, have y'all watched the new Euphoria episode? Coleman Domingo.
5: Yeah, yeah. Like Cutler. Like it. like that it. dude is super talented, man. But see, that's the funny thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. glad he's doing other shit. Because mm-hmm. before that, all I knew him for was Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, wow. And he's trash on that. Oh, okay. He's trash on it. It's probably not his <laughs> fault. <laughs> <Okay>. But he's <laughs> trash. Yeah, I don't think that's his that. fault. Because this dude, is, this dude,
2: I think he's that next yeah. dude. Yeah, I, I really I like think he's in, that uh, next dude, like how Mahershala was. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, I think this guy's that next mm. dude, huh? I liked him in Bill Street. He was in Bill Street as well. He Johnny,
2: was. Oh, he was the dad.
3: Yeah, yeah, he um, was the dad. See, yeah, I, don't, I, don't,
2: I don't, I don't, I don't. See, I didn't like that movie, so mm-hmm. it didn't really stand out to me in that. But nah, I
5: like this guy for a, a while. Lot. Whenever his name, like when I saw him pop up in mm-hmm. Euphoria, I was like, here we go with this motherfucker. Mm. And he he was he was great, and I saw him in something else. I forget Mm -hmm. what it was, Mm -hmm. but he was in something else after Euphoria. Mm -hmm. But then when he did the little special with, I was like, this dude. We haven't talked about
4: that. when are when are we talking about that? By the way, I
5: haven't watched
3: it. Oh, I haven't watched
4: it. I haven't watched it either. It's it's, it's
5: one you have to really just like sit down and just put everything away and just get Mm -hmm. sucked into it. Yeah. But seeing him in this, I was like, what? I was like,
3: damn, it's like that. I didn't realize I had to. Mm-hmm. Take some time. Probably, art.
5: Nick ain't gonna. You not gonna. You
3: no, probably watch won't it like high.
5: It. He, he ain't gonna watch it then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'ma I'm watch it. Y'all, y'all be hyping. Anyway, seeing him in this, I was like, oh, it's really dope to finally see him getting some good ass roles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when he was actually the first, per- like the man in charge, I was like, all right, this is actually gonna be good. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he murdered this role, man. Mm-hmm. Like people can get upset all they want, but I, I was more enveloped in him than I was mm-hmm. with Chapman bozeman's character mm-hmm. um but yeah he was he was incredible he mm-hmm. was fucking incredible he was he kind of feels like people are going to start looking at him like yeah. he's the next denzel washington mm-hmm. really i'm not that even though i'm not that i'm like i'm not a denzel like stand like that but i could mm-hmm. see people looking at him and being like yeah this dude mm-hmm. can do it mm-hmm. no he's super smart
2: and stuff like i mean he just he's really talented man Seriously. so right
3: you did you really like that rehearsal scene that we get into in the early parts of the film? I like everything about this movie. Like this movie was really good, man. It, it really
2: surprised me, man. I was really into this this film. Poor Nick. Um, he was
5: trying to guide you with his, into his his outline. Oh, and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, what did he ask me? He asked me if you liked the the, the, re- That's right, the and rehearsal. I, said, scene. I liked everything.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, okay, you good? Yes, the rehearsal scene was good. <laughs> I thought
4: it, I thought they did a good job of introducing all the characters in the band in that scene. Like, you really get to see everybody's personality mm-hmm. in that scene. I think they did a really good job of setting that up.
5: And anytime you give me Colonel Brad Taylor, I don't know, I don't know why, but I get excited. Yeah. I'm so I happy why. He's, getting,
4: he's getting work. Glenn me too. It's like because I don't. What was? What else was he in? I feel like Fargo. When was, when he was in, his, in Fargo. Well, I haven't seen, seen that. that, but I feel I don't. I don't know why. I want to say it's Lovecraft Country. I could be wrong. He he was in something
5: like that right. very recently.
4: Yeah, and I'm just I'm just glad I'm just happy to see him getting work like that.
5: Yeah, what was it now? Because he, he was in something we reviewed. Because I, I I kept, I kept calling him Brad Taylor. Yeah, I thought he was. I think yeah. he must have been in Lovecraft Country. I think
4: I don't. I'm not sure, but yeah, I I just I'm happy that he's getting roses now because he's good. He is. Really he
3: is good. good. He is good. He is good. Yeah, I I, I really dig that uh, rehearsal scene, like you said, Nate, because the conversations that was going on in there. um, as far as we getting to know each other, the character. Did you? What did you guys think of uh, Levy? I'll start with, what's his name, Levy? Levy. 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 Uh, Ken, what was you thinking about Chadwick Boseman's character, like how we got introduced to him? And I didn't know that he was like an outsider to the group. More, I thought they were all like always traveling together.
1: I mean, arrogant, cocky. Uh, he really came across as like um, one of those artists that really believe in himself and that this was just a stopgap, and uh, very naive, you know, and, and didn't wanna listen. So he was young and experienced and he just thought that at, at some point when he leave this that he was gonna make it. And he refused to listen to the guidance that, you know the elders were, were trying to give him. They were trying to give him some game but he, he didn't wanna listen. But um, but the way they felt about him in the movie is the way I felt watching him in the movie, mm-hmm. you know? So I definitely felt like I was in that room. But I, I liked him a lot. And then as the movie went on, he just wore on me. I'm like, bro, like, dang, why are you talking so goddamn much?
3: I don't know. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but I felt like he acted that way just in the same way like kind of how Ma did as far as like being cocky with their talent. But Ma made, I'm sorry, I, he was talking about Go ahead, me. no, that's all right, go ahead. But Ma had made it, bro. Mm-hmm. She got hits.
1: She got clout. She can cuss out the white folks because she understood her position. Right. She clearly explained it in the movie, which I love. Mm-hmm. He hadn't done any of that yet.
5: He. That's true. He hadn't done it yet, but he was a smart kid. Like he, he knew, or he thought he knew how to manipulate the white people. Like Ma did it because she was just like, I've already made it. Mm -hmm. You motherfuckers need me. I can yell at you all I want because you can't do shit to me. Whereas Levy thought he was just smarter than them Mm -hmm. and he could trick them into doing what he wanted them to do. So that was what I thought was actually really interesting about his character. Like he knew he had talent. He knew he could write songs and he knew that he didn't need that band and he really didn't need the band. But he was extremely fucking annoying.
2: It reminded me of like kids today, like how, mm-hmm. you know, they see like, someone has tenure in the game or whatever mm-hmm. and they think they can just like, because of social media, it just seems so accessible and they can just get it like that. Don't yeah. realize that they got to put the grind in, put mm-hmm. the work in, yep. in order to get there. So it kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's, he, a, he's, a, he's a little. Cause he's, he knew yeah, what the exactly. people
5: wanted. He was spot on right. in terms mm-hmm. of sound he and was. song. Right. It was Ma that was like, no, you're playing from, me. from your for your emotion, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Play it like how I told you to play it. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the white people were like, "Oh no, this motherfucker has talent, mm-hmm. but we're gonna
4: use him and not you right. know, compensate him."
2: Did you wanna
4: say that? No, I, Ken kind of pointed on it. Like his, his, I think it was basically a battle of ego with him because they kind of show that. In that opening scene when there's playing and how he tries to steal the spotlight Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's like it it, it identified a power struggle between the two of them immediately he is immensely talented he's an immensely talented young man he's aware of his talent and he feels like that talent gives him agency to get to where he wants to get right now he feels like he can be where Ma is right Mm -hmm. now and he can't do that as long as Ma is in power so it identified immediately that power struggle
5: his shoes were slick though. New mm-hmm. shoes, new <laughs> shoes. I got
4: some new <laughs> shoes.
3: <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize like eleven dollars stretched that far back in the day. But he was oh, like, "It's yeah. a it's a week's worth of pay." I'm like, "Damn, how the hell, how much do y'all make a day?"
4: Nigga, yeah. coke was a nickel. Yeah, exactly.
5: Damn. What the twenties? Forty? Twenty-seven? 20s, Yeah.
3: Yeah, so they're in Chicago. Nay, I wanted you to, uh, to talk about uh, your thoughts on Ma's character, Viola Davis's uh, acting performance and how she pre- completely transformed, at least to Ken's point of view, to a whole yeah. new person.
4: She did. My, Viola Davis is an acting fool. I have been a fan of Viola. Mm-hmm. So I like the movie Antoine Fisher. And I knew from her scene in Antoine Fisher, she played Antoine Fisher's biological mother. And she stole that scene without saying a word, just sitting there, listening to Antoine talk and letting a single tear drop. She stole that whole movie for me. So I knew from that point, she was going to be amazing. And I'm really, I really have enjoyed watching her career and mm. she is an acting fool. in this. she gained 20 pounds, I think to, for the role oh,
1: wow. they
4: padded. She wore padding to um, add the extra weight. Also um, she, completely embodied this person. And I had never seen images of my Rainey until after. So seeing her performance and then seeing the picture of my Rainey at the end and the pictures in the end and then watching some of the um, behind the scenes of it, she completely embodied whoever this woman was because it was she was not Viola Davis to me. I didn't see Viola at all to Ken not even realizing it was her.
2: Yeah, and I think, Mike, you had mentioned they did, they did Viola wrong, but it was her choice to be
5: like that. No, I mean I wasn't being Yeah, serious. yeah, yeah. I, I get you. I get you. I just just goddamn they really made her. I don't want to call her ugly or nothing, but they really ugly her up. No, I just was saying, you said they she actually made the
2: decisions on how she would look, yeah. how uh you The know, gre-
4: the makeup was her Everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was um, her decision. Yeah, the gold in the mouth was she she decided to do that. Mm. Um but that was part of the story of my so, my Rainey was popular, but Bessie Smith became more popular. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things they touch on in that documentary about it is just how saying how my Rainey didn't necessarily get the same popularity because she, she just wasn't, wasn't as digestible physically. Yeah. Like she just she was butch, she was um, aggressive, and she was just not just as abrasive. palpable to white mm-hmm. people as as a, as a Bessie Smith was. Mm-hmm. So her playing into that, I thought, was well, she did an awesome job to me. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, she did. She killed it. One of the questions I had was, Was that Dussie? Was that her daughter?
5: No, mm-hmm. oh,
3: so her. What? oh, okay, because that, that, <laughs> I was, <laughs> was, was gonna ask, like, no, ask, I was like, Did she introduce her as her daughter or her girlfriend? Because I was like, This is disgusting. If it was like, you know what I'm saying, I but never mind, bless <laughs> it,
4: yeah, I'm, it's not. So- You thought the same thing? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> same thing.
5: I mean, they, they flat out said it. <laughs> like when, when Coleman, I forget his name, yep. what was his name? name, Col- oh, it's, name, uh, name Colton. The Colton. Colton. Good. When he, he told him, he's like, man, you can't, that's, that's Bessie's girl, not Bessie, that's uh, Ma. Ma's, Ma's woman. You can't mess with her like that.
4: That yeah. was one of the very first things they were talking about, about how uh, Le- Levy was trying to hit on her mm-hmm. and she turned him down. And like, he need to stop hitting on my woman. Shit.
5: Tilly, Tilly, bustle. man. What he well, say? Yeah. Can I introduce More. my brown? What'd he say? My red rooster. My red rooster to your roots brown, brown bro. hair. I said, oh! No, that was... <laughs> hey, that's that
1: 1927 For game. For real. we
5: in 2020, was, boy. Like, I'ma use that one, hey, girl. Not <laughs> Shit. Nah, that'll work. Shit, hey, girl. I'm trying to introduce my red rooster to your <laughs> brown hair, boy. cock a doo this motherfucker, <laughs> boy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's all gonna work on Farmer Girls. I, I'm <laughs> with you farm kids. Kids.
1: The sun ain't gonna yo. be the only thing rising around here. Yo, I'm like, <laughs> yo, I
3: paused the movie. I was like, did he just say he going? <laughs> I
2: yes. he was
3: like, did he really just say that? That
5: shit was crazy. That shit was slick, man. <laughs> oh
3: yeah, I mean, yeah. I never seen him act that way. So that's it was also weird just mm-hmm. watching him play a role like that. Um mm-hmm. and then like their yeah, their interaction was uh Interesting because I didn't think it was gonna escalate that far.
4: Dusty yeah. May was um, she just wanted some money. Yeah, she, she was going where the money was. She
5: was a hustler where bro. the money resides, where the money resides. I still ain't, I still don't know hell <laughs> y'all do what that is? No. Uh-huh. Hey. I'm I dead. don't know <laughs> you yeah, stupid. You ain't seen the video to the no. out the truck? No. Yeah. Oh, you I seen
3: seen you The guy met? with the like, purple shirt or Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That makes no I'm, sense. Yes. He popped out the trunk God, God, what a, what a I
2: would have
5: run I've that shit,
2: man.
5: I haven't even see that, God. man. I
3: seen, I seen it, but I never knew why anybody, like, everybody was talking about it, but I guess that's why. Wow.
5: Because I mean. it makes no sense. Why are you in the trunk? <laughs> right. Like, what is happening?
4: Because
5: Oh. It's <laughs> <I'm> a car dealer.
4: <laughs> Bless oh, He has no idea. Anyway, yeah, Dustin was still trying to be where the money resides. Yeah. She's just she, like she said, she said, You get your own band, we'll see a young roaster can crew. Cook, what's she saying, roaster can crow or whatever? No, she
5: aged it. She, she, yeah, she, she still gave him that. She deal. did. Mm-hmm. On the piano. He yeah, sold her dream, boy.
4: He did. Well,
3: mm-hmm. he was playing all tight. Ty- he played the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street beat up. <laughs> he was fucking around that damn. Floor. <laughs> 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 but, uh, <laughs> Man, another scene. I, I got weak at this. Um, when we get more into like the rehearsal, like we see, um, obviously Ooh. her lover and her nephew, and we see early on they always. I feel Ooh. like all black movies have one stuttering motherfucker. In <laughs> that,
5: that shit was, that was funny though. That shit was sad. I felt so bad for that boy. That
3: was people like fix that. I wanna you see fix, you fix that?
5: that. that. But, uh, <laughs> Dime, Yo. Man, I didn't know
2: before he even said it, the
5: way he was
3: looking in the
5: back. Yes, yeah.
4: Everybody, ah. that seems so Yo, sincere, man. like the acting in that scene. Like even with um, Slow Drag and uh, Colonel Taylor laughing in the background, yeah. that mm-hmm. whole scene seems oh, so sincere. Yeah. Oh yeah, he had his back. He, had to turn he his turned his back
5: yep. in the corner with his back. <laughs> with his... That shit, Man, man yeah. I, I will say when he did it, when he got I was like, "Oh, he got too. it." I was like, "Yes!" I got, I got and when he was like, "Oh, we didn't get that," one. I was like, "Damn, come on, man!" Yeah, that this was poor bullshit.
3: kid. I was getting weak when he cussed him out while he was stuttering. Yeah, I see.
4: Like, who you to tell me, n- nigga? <laughs> 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 it, it
3: reminded me of Stink Miner from the Boondocks. Like, I don't know why that, that when he cussed out. Uh, out, he uh-huh. said, "Nigger." And then Chad was like, ain't nobody stunting you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it just um, reminds me of uh, like Harlem Knights. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
5: Or uh, brought- D- Dutta Man from, uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: from uh, New Jack City. Mm-hmm. Mike, you brought up the f- when they were uh, recording that scene, when they were showcasing, I guess, when they didn't record that song that they were trying to get for the whole time, uh, which is the title of the movie Black Bottoms, was that intentional or is that accidental? Because I couldn't tell.
5: Was what? In t- what, you, what you know, as far
3: as like, t- when he said that, like, oh, we didn't get it, you got to do it again. Oh, no, like I don't that. think it was intentional.
4: It. I think there's a scene where they talk about how Levy had been at that studio before and that they were having problems with the, the mic, mic. Or, mm-hmm. or either when Ma was at the studio before and they were having problems with the mic and somebody tripped and bust the mic up.
5: They said Levy did it. They said yeah. Levy fucked up the cord.
4: Right. So, yeah, I don't think that was intentional at all.
1: Cause
2: that's money too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's money,
3: and they need those records obviously. Yeah, to, yeah, for reference. Yeah, that's a I lot thought. Of money wasted. What I thought about it is possibly intentional because of how the movie ends. We'll get to that part because I I didn't know if he was just recording and then saying like, "Oh, we didn't get it," and then use it again for his group and stuff oh, like I see that.
5: no nah, okay. they were that was Moz music. They didn't do that for Moz music. They were just doing that for uh for Levy. Mm-hmm.
3: Speaking of Levy again- yeah. No, they Rod. just did it
5: in general. Oh, okay. But,
3: but they wouldn't Baby slay Ma records. cause Ma
5: was already- No, 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 What mm-hmm. I'm saying is, they wouldn't have intentionally fucked up one of Ma's record, cause Ma was already popular. Right.
1: They didn't buy her songs, they bought Levy's songs- yeah. and Right, and right. And they were so stiff.
5: I gotcha.
3: It was so bad. <laughs> what you going you gonna ask bro. me
0: something?
3: Yeah, Rod, I, w- I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, Levy's scene when he was telling the crew about his uh, the scene that happened with his mom and his dad. I, oh, I thought that he, was go I ahead. I think I was gonna say I thought that was like one of the most powerful scenes. There's like a few of them, but that was one of them.
2: Yeah, that one definitely pulled you in. Um I, me personally. It pulled it pulled me in. Um he definitely commanded the the camera in that in that particular scene. And it added <clears throat> it added depth to him. Um and it just made you Cause I'm like Mike, you know, he was aggravating, oh, and Ken, he was aggravating at first. And I, I didn't know how much longer I could take that. But then when, when he did that part, it's like, oh, okay. So that's why he's kind of like that or whatever. It just added another layer to him. And it's like, oh, okay. I get it. They did that a lot in this movie, actually. They did it with Ma. Like, cause at first, damn, I keep veering away from your initial question, but it's kind of the same. Now go ahead. Like, even, even with Ma, like, I even felt like that with her at first. I'm like, damn, why is she so mean? Or whatever, mm-hmm. and then and then she sat down and explained basically why she is, and she just don't take no shit. And I, and you know, I felt the same way about him in that particular scene. Like, okay, he got a chip on his shoulder, and this is why. So I thought that was, I, I thought that was really good, man. Like for real, like, and like I said, they did it a lot in this movie.
1: It was a real devastating uh, mm-hmm. story mm-hmm. because it's. Such a real story, mm-hmm. and that was the thing that that moved me the most about it, is because it could very well not be fiction, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, it was it was it was something, man.
2: Yeah, I mean, we more than likely that was a real story for somebody, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And yeah. That, yeah, and that's just the reality of that
3: time, like it's crazy, man. Yeah, Mike, would you agree with Rod as far as like? how we get to some of these characters' backstories, like, that was a great way to push that into the story while also progressing where we end up towards the end.
5: I mean, I think, so I didn't know this was a play prior to it being a movie. I didn't know that until y'all said it. I just thought that that was just, like, a weird, kind of quirky way of filming. I think Mm. doing, introducing the story the way it did, in most movies, that wouldn't have worked, because it wouldn't have made sense. It felt shoehorned. But when I was watching this, it, it, it for some reason it worked because it just felt like it was it was going along with the quirky way that they were filming everything in this film. But um, yeah, I think that they did it well. I think when he told that story, something like having to watch your mom get raped and then your dad disappears to go kill these people and then he gets hung and set on fire. Yeah, that's going to fuck you up. And that's going to make you act like you demand respect because you watch your both of your parents get the ultimate kind of disrespect. I mean, I think that they did that really well. I was a bit... I don't think Ma's backstory really hit me that hard. And now I'm trying to think. I don't even remember what her backstory even was.
1: It wasn't really about... Yeah.
5: It wasn't like...
4: She, she is- was just explaining why she why she was having why she has such a diva attitude mm-hmm. and explaining why she treated these white people the way that she did. Because she knows that they're it. using them. Huh? Yeah, see, I don't think I needed that. because mm-hmm. That just seemed obvious. See, it didn't seem
5: that seemed obvious to me. Because I like, thought, why she else would she be so nasty to, to white people? <laughs> because because that's how
2: that's how like deep deep like you know uh, artists like that are, but not 20s. You know I understand that maybe not in the 20s, but let's let's say it could it could have been like that in the 20s because there are, there have been some movies where uh, I want to say like what Dream Girls was like that
5: where but they that get the fame the and, they, and it goes yeah, to their head that was a little different.
2: But what I'm saying is like you know sometimes like in, in situations fame can go to people's head and that's how it made it that's how it came off at first See, that, that she I... had fame and then she thought mm-hmm. she just could just say some say whatever to anybody, mm-hmm. but it actually wasn't that. It was that, no, I just demand respect from these white people because they don't care nothing about me. Yeah. So that's why I treat them like that. It ain't, it ain't like I treat them like that because, oh, I'm famous and I'm the shit. It's like I treat them like that because they don't give a shit about me. See, I took it as
5: all of that. Mm. See, I, I took it as, and I again, I don't mm. feel like I needed her to even explain it because mm. I just figured that's what it was from the beginning, mm, but I figured it was she knew that they saw her as just an expendable nigger, mm. except from the fact that she was already popular. So she knew she could pop off and they couldn't do shit about it. How did you, how did you, uh, how did you know that? It just being what the times were, mm-hmm. the fact that it was the 20s and most black people did not act like that. Mm-hmm. I was just like, OK, so she must be she must really, really, really be the shit at this moment. And that's the only reason she can talk to these white folks the way she talks to them.
4: Well, this is right, what I thought what was it. interesting because technically <laughs> she wasn't the shit up north. She was the shit down south. That's why she mm-hmm. kept saying, I don't like it up here anyway. I can go back down to, to Georgia. Right. So I've always, I've, that's one thing that I thought was interesting about this is that she hadn't necessarily made it up north. She wasn't interested really in making it right, up north. She, she was comfortable with where she was, but her manager and the, in the com- record company wanted to make mm-hmm. more money off of her. Right. So she wasn't happy about having to be up there, but I'm gonna come up here, sign, make these records and go on back home. So I know for me, at least with that initial scene with her and the cops, like, I felt like I needed that backstory because with the times the way it was, even with her being my Rainey or obviously being somebody, the fact that she was that aggressive with the cops mm-hmm. to me was odd. So I thought it was mm. I, I feel like I personally needed a bit of that backstory or a bit of that explanation just to kind of get the fact that she really just don't give a fuck.
5: So you guys, if they hadn't specifically put that part in there, you guys you don't think you would have just assumed that have, she doesn't give a fuck.
4: No, I would have assumed it, but it was good to hear it from her perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was
2: clear that she didn't give a fuck, but I wanted to know why she was so confident in not giving a fuck. If see,
5: that makes I never, sense. see, I never see I that's the part. See, I never really got a detailed explanation of why she didn't give a fuck. Like even when she said you were just like, Oh, these white folks, they don't give a fuck about us. That's I remember that was a part where I was just like, that's, that's all you got? It's like, that's it?
3: Because I was like, that's, it? Hmm.
5: It I was like like, that's she... not. Go
3: ahead, Nick. I was like, it felt like she was already used before and she learned from that. I think that's she. I thought she said something towards that in her uh, mm-hmm. monologue. And that's why she doubled down on, like, on it now. Like, they can't give me a coke and it's worth a nickel. Like, like you said, Nay, it just felt like she's already been, you know, and when she was younger and maybe naive she probably got ran over and now she's learned from that. So now this is why she has to do what she has to do. So it It kind of gave some clarity. We'll be back after this quick break.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali ribocyclib 200 milligrams at K-I-S-Q-A-L-I com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali ribocyclib 200 milligrams at K-I-S-Q-A-L-I com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
2: It it didn't seem like she was that aware to me. It didn't seem like... like that aware? It, it, I'm, I'm, I'm going to explain it. So it didn't seem like she was that aware to me. And I, and what I mean by that is like, it just came off as, as a... As a um, on the top layer, it just came off as she was a diva. But then mm-hmm. when she said... Look, they probably in the back right now calling me all kinds of stuff and all that. I was like, damn, so she is it is it, deeper than just her being a diva. Like I I didn't feel that at first. I could like I said, I, mm. I felt exactly how I felt about not exactly, but I felt somewhat like how I felt about Chadwick in this, is that he just uh what they call call him a fool. Like this dude is a fool, just be talking shit, but didn't realize that it's an underlining to that. Same thing mm. with her. This is just a diva ass woman that just has it. She just bought a car and da 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 da. But there is a deeper a deeper underlying tone to that is that she's fully aware that these people do not give a shit about me. They in the room right there talking about me just cuz I asked for this coat. But it didn't come like that. It didn't come off like that when she first said it.
5: Interesting. Yeah, I, I just assumed that that's what she was thinking. Mm. I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um I felt like she she was she had a full understanding of her power and her leverage. Um, and it was part diva, but also part understanding that without her, they can't get what they need. Mm-hmm. See,
2: I don't think it was part diva. That's what I'm saying. I thought it was, but based on the way she was talking, it it wasn't that she was a diva. Oh, it
5: was part diva because she was talking to her own band like yeah. shit.
3: It and wasn't she turn to white people,
5: for, yeah.
4: She, you, knew, she knew who she was in, in yeah. the realm of all these relationships. And like I said, I think that there definitely was a power struggle. I think that Levy <clears throat> trying to push himself to the forefront was a threat to her positioning. So there was a level of diva to it in that, mm, sense, in that sense. Because yeah. she, she needs to make sure, because once she's a woman with a bunch of men, so she has to make sure she exhibits this power and she maintains in control of her operation. Because very easily that you know somebody could someone like Levy could come in and and sh- remove that from her, and then the other thing they were talking about in the um, documentary is the fact that this was towards the end of her career, so she's on the downturn of her career, so she's also dealing with that also. So there definitely was a power struggle and a diva ishness there, but she does have an understanding of what mm-hmm. the situation is to Kim's point.
1: Yeah, and while I while I'm I, yeah I, I I um I liked hearing her say it. Yeah. So while we didn't necessarily need it, cause you know, it could be inferred from just how she behaved. I still like hearing the words. The thing is the person that needed to hear it, didn't hear it. Cause yeah. he was too busy downstairs trying to fuck old girl yep. or fucking old girl. Yep. She was talking about Colton. She was about,
5: talking to Colton Colfer.
1: and yeah. what's his face. And the person that Brad needed to, to really hear the message to understand the game mm-hmm. was doing what he was doing.
3: Mm-hmm. With, uh, Mike, to your point, as far as as far as Colonel Taylor and his acting as Toledo, didn't he always he he was the one that addressed him as the fool at first um, and kind of just tell I think everybody told him about himself. But he was the one that was from the beginning of the film was preaching philosophical stuff about, I guess, the world and how it works and what is they had that interesting argument of what is fair in life as a black man. Uh, Could you speak more about it? Like why you liked his performance as far as uh, Toledo?
5: I just thought he sounded like an old wise black granddad. And he played that role extremely well. It almost felt like he wasn't acting. Mm-hmm. It just felt like that was just him. You know, and, and a lot of the things that he was saying, it just like, I, I feel like those were things that I would hear my granddad say, and we would do the same shit that Levy did, which was like, man, what the fuck are you talking about? Like nothing you're saying right now makes any sense. And then you get older and you're like, now everything he said made complete sense. Mm-hmm you just didn't want to hear it but he was really saying some some really serious mm-hmm. shit and like that whole that whole discussion about you know life not being fair and then the discussion about you know where he's where levy's talking about you know life ain't shit it's death that's the one with style and all that other shit mm-hmm. and it was like that whole back and forth to me was such a deep scene and now that you guys are telling me it was a play it definitely feels like a play now but um <laughs> I kind of wish I didn't know it was a play because it just came like came off like a really weird art film to me. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, no, Brad Taylor's part it just I think I liked it because it just felt like he wasn't acting.
4: Mm-hmm. Even when he was playing the piano, talking about the stew and coming from Africa mm-hmm. and and colored men being the leftovers, but you gotta know you the leftovers. Like even that, as he was playing and doing this like monologue, that even felt like just somebody talking. Mm-hmm.
2: And that's what, actually what it was, right? right. Yeah what's actually what it was. Just somebody just talking because he wasn't talking to anyone. He was just kind of talking off the space. Right, right I mean, yeah, yeah, but it
4: just it just felt natural. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Rod, I was wondering, uh, did you expect, since we're talking about like everyone's story, like Coulter, he had a story as well. They kind of got interrupted a little bit based off of uh, Levy and going in and out the room. But did you expect that to turn as violent as it did as far as that scene?
2: Mm-mm. No, I ain't expect for it to turn that, way. he's like, you talking about my God? That's, that's my, best God. Feed, my God. <laughs> that's my God. <laughs> that's my
5: God. Jesus.
2: Man, Shut yeah, up, I, man. I did not expect it to go there. Uh, he pulled a knife out on him, man. He's he like, I'm gonna, give you a, too. I'm gonna give you a chance to, to, to prove your, you know, see if your God show up.
1: I love that. Man, man. that that jump was so I'm powerful. I'm your God. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> Something like that he was saying. Oh, that was powerful, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was, that was such
5: a powerful scene. Yeah, that was shocking. That yeah. definitely didn't feel yeah. like you knew that was coming. When he finally mm-hmm. against the wall with his arm, I was mm-hmm. like, damn, bro, he didn't really say that. Not bad. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. He was like, okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay, <laughs> okay,
3: okay. Yeah. Yeah, it, it shocked me because I didn't know how crazy he was. <laughs> like, I thought they were just probably at most going to just, you know, fight it out with a with fist. But when he pulled the knife out, it was like, damn. We, who, who, really crazy
2: don't know. who was Levy? Uh, Levy. Levy. Yeah, yeah oh, okay. I okay. was thinking
3: Colton too. Yeah, right? I thought
2: you were saying out. Colton because no, no, no. Yeah, no. You, in the quiet, quiet people, man, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They,
5: they'll snap, and that's exactly how they'll snap. And that's and the they, one thing black folks will flip the fuck out about, which mm-hmm. is weird as hell to me. But <laughs> you start talking about Christianity, their religion, their God, they that's the one thing mm-hmm. that they will fight you real quick over. They get violent, they get real violent over God. Shit. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: right. Kind of fits. True. They
3: kill a lot of motherfuckers. Or their God. <laughs> mm. Now you were you were about to say something?
4: Was I? I think I was gonna ask that scene happened after after um uh, fired Levy, right? Mm-mm. No, it was before? Okay.
2: Mm-mm. Yeah, you watched this so five times. So I did. Five,
4: <laughs> five. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have. I watched it a lot. <laughs> I told y'all, yeah. I
2: man. When they like some man, she just yeah, watches it over. over
3: no, <laughs> oh nah, but since me. since you're on that point, as far as uh, did y'all expect Levy to get
4: uh,
5: fired? Yeah. I yeah. She, yeah. yeah, from the beginning, I was like, she gonna fire his ass at
4: some point. Mm-hmm. And I love when she did, nigga, you fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, okay, I don't need your band. Right? Nah, it was funny
2: the setup, the whole setup. You like she like I told you what to do, color. Don't care mm-hmm. about don't care about what you and color tone do with mm-hmm. <laughs> yo. He played the hell out of this part, bro. Like yeah,
5: yeah. He played he the was, hell out of he this. He should have said, well, I fucked your girl, though." Bro, I was waiting. <laughs> there, that's I was like, waiting. Missed yeah. opportunity. Like she just fired you. What else is there to lose?
3: Mm-mm. Yeah, I was expecting him, especially with all the shit talk that he was doing about the movie, to mention that he was like, "That's why I was with her just a few minutes ago." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, but for him to unravel the way he did after that firing, to me that it—I it, don't know—I f- I felt like it went a little too extreme. Even though it kind of ended well, I guess overall. But did what it? Did you guys-
4: it ended well. <laughs>
0: what what? movie did over you like? watch? <laughs> yeah, what part
4: ended
3: well? I liked how it, like Mike, you said it, You felt like it was like a weird art house film. Like I, I was taking it. In that creative sense, is like okay. I don't know. I know this is a play, but I don't know where they're going to go with it. I don't know how they're going to. you
4: know, you're the didn't um, well yeah. for the for the yeah. viewer? It was yeah, quality yeah. ending
3: yeah. versus a oh, happy okay. ending. I thought he was okay. saying like, "Yeah, about okay. the same, nigga.
5: who you killed Brad Taylor." No, and they don't said, know, "Don't no.
3: look at me like that." <laughs> no, I was just saying like after he got fired, like it was just like he lost it because you would think like all the shit talking he was doing that he had something lined up because like he had that conversation with the with the white man. Um, about the songs that he wrote mm-hmm. and he was trying to get that's what he had for. lined up right
4: that's what he had lined up he thought that that was a sure thing Yep. but then you also have to realize that he just got fired in front of them right so um. he has to also now real yeah he's talking all that shit but he now looks like he can't work in a group to these white people mm. right so he's gotten fired in front of the white people who he wants to go work for and then so that i mean he's tense it's tense so now everything that he thought he had lined up is kind of looking kind of shaky mm-hmm.
5: yeah and i think that they they wrote that part so well mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. until the end i kept saying like why does he keep going to that fucking door this mm-hmm. is getting irritating mm-hmm. why does he keep trying to open this door where does the door even go <laughs> and when he got fired got clowned or whatever and when he t- finally opens that door, and it's that little ass room, and there's nothing in there. Door to nowhere. The door to nowhere. He finally realizes, like, the whole movie, he has this idea that the sky's the limit. I can do anything. And he finally gets through that door, and there's nothing Nothing there. It's like, another wall. Another wall. Another wall. I got nothing. (laughs) I got fucking nothing. And when and when you said it was extreme, the way he reacted... Nah, man, it made sense. Like this dude really thought that he was going to be the next big thing. After all this shit that's happened to him, he thought that he was going to be the next big thing. And this fucking white guy is just like, nah, I'll give you $5, Mm -hmm. I'll give you five bucks, but your songs aren't that good. So for him to hear, like, that's the one thing that he knew he had. He had song talent, like songwriting talent, musical talent. And the white dude says, nah, man, you, you ain't got shit to go back in that room and then have these other guys who he thought were peons, especially the old man, step on his fucking
4: brand new shoes. He just spent his last he dollar. He just spent his last 11 bucks. And he don't know when he go get some more money. Right, Man, that's, that that whole ending was
5: fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I said it was extreme because it, it threw me off because the
3: whole time his anger is cr- clearly built off of racism from what white people have done to him and his right. people. So, For him to react that violence onto his people. Because that's what the fuck we
5: do.
3: I kind of get the message, but it was just like, I wish based off like how Ma was cussing out the white man, like she always, for the most part, kept most of the negative energy towards the white man and understanding that, but then now I'm thinking about it, that does make sense because she's older, she learned from it and he's young and he didn't. Okay, never mind. Mm -hmm. I don't I
1: I just (laughs) I don't think it was more about him, you know, enacting violence on, on his own people. In that sense, I just think throughout the movie they showed us that he was just an extremely emotional person, and they showed it in a, in a, in a myriad of different ways, from his argument with old boy about the food thing to him snapping old boy and trying to stab him, you know, with when he uh, about Colton with with the God thing. Like, he he was a powder keg just waiting to just blow up.
5: I don't know, bro. I think that was I think that was definitely a, a yeah. quote unquote black on black crime message. Because it was one of those situations where, like, we just had a discussion on the podcast where we're talking about why we attack each other. Mm -hmm. It's because we're put into certain situations and we don't see a way out. I think that's the message they were putting forth. Like, if there was anybody in that entire movie that he should have stabbed, should have been that white dude that was just like, your songs ain't shit, I'm gonna give you five bucks. Yeah, it wasn't about the
1: shoes. but he wasn't. wasn't, It wasn't
5: about the shoes at all. But
1: he wasn't in proximity.
5: He, wasn't
2: he was, it was. The he white votes. guy was
5: upstairs, though. That's no, what I'm saying. he no, was no, gonna no. go
2: up. He, he did. They, they filmed it very. They filmed it beautifully. He he like leaned, looked like he was gonna go upstairs, and just. But then
5: he realized he, he
3: realized, can't
2: do that, and then he went downstairs mad. Right. Never was about the shoes. So the. Somebody could have fucking bumped into him. He would have been mad about that. Right. Anything. Anything could have happened to him in that moment, and it wasn't even because of black men. It was because of what a white man promised you and you didn't get it. Mm-hmm.
4: And if you think and, about it, how happy he was in the very beginning of the, the very first thing you see him with the guys, mm-hmm. he's happy about these shoes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the very last thing you see, somebody steps on him, and he takes all his rage and anger out over these damn shoes.
2: And <laughs> and it's, and again, it's not even about the damn shoes. It's about the idea
5: of it, yep. right? It's about like. It's his ambition. It's his oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's his drive. It's right. The shoes represented mm-hmm. him thinking that he is going to get to the next yeah. level. Mm-hmm. The white dude is really the one who stepped on. Yeah, him, but it's easier for him to take his, his aggression and his emotion out mm-hmm. on his own people. Yep, we, that's, it's the same same thing we do today. How we say,
2: yeah, how we say mm-hmm. talk, like we rob fucking um family dollars or or the local right. local places. Like right. we want we really don't want to steal from our own people. It's just the the shit that. We're not given in this in this country, in this world, by shit, the white man, right? And then it makes us act out on, on shit our own
5: people. Because we know we can get away with it easier. Like that too, I can get away with it easier attacking you than I mm-hmm. could a rich white person. Mm-hmm. So I think that they were trying to push that message of Absolutely. why we do these things. Absolutely. We take the aggression out on each other because we know it's easier to get away with that then they just take the aggression out on the people who deserve
4: it. Mm-hmm. He can't he, go. A, he can't go attack that white man. Mm-hmm. And the way he immediately realized what he did, yep. and was like, "Cutler, help! Help! Like, I didn't. I'm gonna get you help. Somebody help me! Like, oh, it, he did." The the Child best, best was part act was like, a "Fool, I'm sorry." <laughs> Brad Taylor
5: looking up at him, he was dead. Yeah, he looked, and he he looked at him and he said, "Man, don't look at me like that." Right. Mm-hmm. That part killed me. I was like, "Jesus, fucking Christ!" Mm-hmm. Because that's the same shit. It's like when we talk about why we do these things to each other, mm-hmm. nobody wants to fucking hear it. Mm-hmm. Brad Taylor is looking back at him like, you you just killed me for nothing. My own bandmate, my own black brother, whatever, right. you killed me for nothing. And he said, don't look at me like that. Mm-hmm. That shit was crazy. It was. So,
3: so Ken, you you expected that to happen or something like that to happen?
1: Oh, were you? Uh, Because he just attacked... Uh... Co- uh, Domingo. Cutler,
5: yeah. Oh, so I didn't I didn't expect it. I literally went <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, he he just <laughs> I didn't he had because I, I thought he was gonna stab him mm. the way he Cutler. reacted mm-hmm. violently to the whole God thing. So
2: but then they got over that and it was quote unquote good, you know. But what I'm we saying? saw we
1: saw how violent he yeah, it was a progression turned. of violence. Yeah, so oh, he was just yeah. like it was just yeah, exactly, exactly.
2: I wasn't yeah. expecting it. Me neither. I was at all. Fighting. I, what I say? Oh shit! Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, damn. I was super shocked.
5: I don't gasp at films. Yeah. I audibly was just like, I did too. Oh shit! Not Brad.
2: Yeah, I did too. Yeah. <laughs> it was sad. Like,
5: I was like, damn. What's Jalisa going through? They <laughs> just had i oh, just did. I was like, damn. They, they done don't kill Brad Taylor. That would hit me. I was not even remotely expecting that. And it was crazy because like, people
3: die over shoes today. Backs. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Man. Remember, like, remember mm-hmm. that line. I'm oh, sorry, Rod. Uh, no, go ahead. Go what ahead, you so. said reminded. Remember that line that they said in the beginning. Um, he was like, "Niggas gonna have fun before you, and niggas gonna have fun after mm-hmm. you." Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's ties to what you're going with as far as like we dealing with the same shit different day.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. People killing people over shoes, man. That's Especially crazy, and then and then people stepping on shoes in the club and all that shit. That. Yeah, 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 man, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. that's still a, that's still still a thing. A thing. Still a fucking thing.
3: Yeah, yeah. I was, I was shocked, just like y'all. And then the, the, the way it closes out with the white guy who, who essentially bought because he gave what well, he uh sold them the songs for five dollars a pop because mm-hmm. he had like three or four songs. So he did make good money, but obviously he's not going to see long term money, generational money off of that. And it's just going right to the white guy who and his white band, who he said at first was like, yeah, I didn't like the songs, but clearly we you know that was a lie. And, like, just to see how, like, how you said, Rod, I think you were like, uh, this is, these stories are probably not fictional. Or one of y'all oh, said that definitely
5: not. That's yeah, definitely and it's, not fiction.
3: And I'm thinking, like, if that was a real story or this is based off of a real story, like, that's yeah. someone who could have been a superstar and now he's just
5: a murderer. You know, I'm sure that's based on fucking Elvis. People I like, want to like,
4: say it was it was based on a, on the someone around that time as well, if not multiple people. I mean, that was a yeah. common
5: thing that black people were the backbone of the music industry, but they knew that they couldn't sell black people making that music. Mm-hmm. It was called
2: slave records.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: That's,
5: That's what, what they the, call race it, called race records. Race, race records. records. called mm-hmm. race yeah, records. That yeah, record.
2: and that was mm-hmm. a thing back then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just fucking
5: crazy. But wait, before we move off the death thing, did y'all catch how? At the beginning of the movie, Chadwick Boseman said that death comes in style, like death has mm-hmm. style.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I he shit, ends yeah, up he one. ends
5: up being the stylish dude that kills mm-hmm. the old man at the mm-hmm. end. August mm-hmm. Wilson is brilliant. That shit, man. I don't know who that guy is. He's brilliant, But uh yeah, that shit was was crazy. But yeah, the white people doing the song shit. I was like, yeah, I, I kind of had a feeling yeah. the second the dude was just like because he had that kind of slimy kind of way he would say, oh, yeah, yeah, songs ain't really worth shit. I was yeah. like, oh, if they really wasn't worth shit, he wouldn't be trying to give you five exactly. bucks. Exactly. He'd just be telling you, they ain't worth shit, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. So when they show those dudes at the end singing his music, I was like, damn, this movie is fucking, <laughs> this movie's just mean, man. Mm-hmm. And like Ken said, they were all stiff-witted shit. I know. <laughs> I was I know. just like, like damn. around like he really had the shit, too. Right. Like, and and he was like,
2: yeah,
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh man. And we just saw them get down in there. Yeah, and man. Because that's all this dry ass shit. Because yep. that black bottom song, when, she, when mm-hmm. she started singing, I was like, oh, that's a hit. <laughs> yeah, that's a hit. I see why they wanted that song. Mm-hmm. Especially down south. That's it. Mm-hmm. And you you selling like blackness, black sexuality yeah. to white people. Mm-hmm. They're gonna love that Sorry. shit, bro.
2: Like they had no soul. None. When that dude was playing that trumpet, they were just kind of like sitting there yeah. watching them. Mm-hmm. Like nobody was dancing and grooving to it. It was just like, wow, man, this shit is fucking crazy. It's like cookie cutter. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, that's what they liked back then. Mm-hmm.
5: And he even said, he's like, man, you ain't heard me, me play, play these songs. Mm-hmm. Let me play these songs, mister. Mm-hmm. Nah, here's your little $5, nigga. Get out of here. Mm-hmm.
3: Dang Mike, you just, that whole breakdown as far as what you were saying with like because he did say he was Satan, you know, and stuff early on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I didn't think about it as far as the new shoes and the style. That shit is crazy.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: It's deep, yeah. man. This movie is deep, man. It is.
5: This
4: movie really deep. And it's only an a lot like,
5: that's crazy. Yeah, it, it felt longer. So it was like, damn, there's a lot of shit they really put. In it was movie. so
4: many layers to this. Mm-hmm. It was so many layers to this. I loved it.
5: Did you pick up anything else with out
4: of the fuck <laughs> multiple times that I watched it? Um I don't think, not so much, not that I can think of that we haven't already touched on. Like mm-hmm. I said, the whole thing with the Great Migration and people moving up North mm-hmm. and dealing with the same type of race or same racism that they dealt with down South and that frustration, um, like I said, my Rainey not really being in a situation where, they, where she is as prominent up North as she is down South and having to argue with white people for the, in, this, in this recording situation and, and with the record labels where she don't have that problem down South. And her attitude, because of that, I really enjoyed this. I, this was my kind of shit, man. I loved it. I thought
1: it was interesting. They showed us both versions of white people. Like the one that's all like real nice and friendly, and mm-hmm. we're gonna give you everything. But he just as fucked up and shady as the guy that right. shows you that he's fucked up and shady. And don't give a fuck about you. I thought that that was inter- interesting. And how that she they did that. she
4: cued in on that. Like I done known you for six years. You've been a manager for six years. You only asked me to come to your house to sing for your wife. I said, yeah. she was aware. Yeah. yeah. She was she was really aware.
2: And I didn't realize she was that aware. I I really didn't. I didn't pick up
5: on that. For some reason when I when I see a movie that's set in them old days, when I see a You see angry black folks in movies like this all the time, but they're never angry towards white people like that.
4: Mm -hmm.
5: So for her to be bold enough to be talking to, like when she was talking to that cop, I was like, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. But then for a second, I was like,
4: this ain't realistic.
5: Yeah, what the (laughs) fuck? This cop would have popped you in the fucking side of the head with Mm a stick already. Mm -hmm. But then like after that, when she walked into the the actual studio, I was like, oh, that's what this is. Mm -hmm. She knows that she's the shit Mm -hmm. and she can get away with whatever the fuck she wants to get away with.
1: But she needed you the white man why, to get I'm away urban. with it, cause he was gonna pop her
5: upside the head. Yeah, she, and she'd have popped him back. <laughs> I don't think she just went <laughs> she down. Went down fine. That wouldn't have she been like Oprah have. And fucking color know, purple. It yeah. wouldn't have been like that. She would have fought back. She probably would. And have. She might have won, cause <laughs> that cop was little. Mm-hmm. Ma, ma might
4: have fucked him up. I'm yeah, cause he was, he was scared. He was scared. Cause he probably ain't, ain't used to
5: mm-hmm, no black woman yeah. talking to him
4: like that. But she had the whole town shook. And I thought that was interesting too because I was Chicago and Cook County cops were known to be mm. super corrupt. Of so course. that scene also, that, that struck me too. I was like, this is the same Cook County that's in Chicago and <laughs> they were they talking about in that Yeah, so I was like, that, that scene, just knowing that history too, I was like, wow. She was real brash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, love, I
2: love movies like this where um, they can tell a story like that within a day's time. I've always yeah. like storytelling. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, Very I've always was all in one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've uh, always training days like that too, right? Yeah, days like that, like you know, like I've always enjoyed that type of storytelling. Um,
5: a day in the a life. A day in the life. Yeah. yeah. The whole play aspect, though, I'm really stuck on. I really didn't. I'm I'm glad I didn't know that ahead of time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. But I think that's actually pretty cool that they did it that way. Because mm-hmm. I tend to like movies that, like, have you have you seen Dogville? Yeah, um, you know, yeah, yeah. I figured you have. You <laughs> might like that. I thought I, actually. I didn't, never saw. I never saw you that movie. Hmm. It's a well, large God. Von Trier film, but it's not. It's not as brutal and weird mm. as this other shit. But it all takes place like on a stage, like it's a play. Mm. But I don't want to give anything else away. But that now that y'all are saying that this is a play, it kind of gives me that same feeling because mm. it's like everything is isolated to one specific or two specific right. areas. Seems. So yeah, that's it. and I want to watch it
4: again. Yeah, like, I yeah, like
1: I, I didn't know it was a play either, so mm. it, it really uh, explained a lot.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Denzel got the rights to August Wilson's um, plays, and he's mm. supposed to be working on bringing. I think it's like I don't know if he has more than eight of them, but I think it's eight that he's supposed to be bringing to the to the um to the screen. Mm. So,
2: you you started off saying that. You didn't, you didn't understand and you still don't understand. After talking it through, do you understand? No,
1: I like talking about it because I think there are a lot of things to mm-hmm. discuss and, mm-hmm. and pull apart. Um, but I still don't think I, I like the movie overall. Mm-hmm. But in terms of talking about it with all the layers and everything that's, that's in, in it, um, yeah, I, I love those type of discussions. Well, I'm just
2: saying the understanding of it now.
1: Hmm? Do you have a better understanding of the movie now? Oh yeah, I think yeah. it was just just the the play aspect yeah. of it and the way it was shot. Mm-hmm. Kind of I threw think it, j- it it yeah it really yeah. threw me off. I can see that. Yeah, but yeah,
2: I I, I, I enjoy that type of stuff. Man. Yeah, but like I, I don't particularly like plays, but um, but I enjoy yeah, it. I don't like
1: plays either. Yeah, yeah, I but like
2: I I I enjoy when somebody <laughs> puts you in a situation like this, like drops you somewhere, mm-hmm. and just tells it. A day in the life. Yeah. I love
1: that. Yeah, there were definitely a lot of things in here that I like, but just as an overall movie, I was just like, ah, nah, that
3: that one didn't do it. Gotcha. All right, but well, any last thoughts on Ma Rainey's Black Bottom?
4: Love it.
2: Stellar performances across the board. Mm-hmm. Um great writing great like i said yeah the yeah. director
4: did a really good job too because yeah. there were certain things that he did that weren't in the play like the whole him opening the door to the room the director added that in i think the director did a really good job on this mm-hmm.
2: no yeah he, he was what's his
4: name um uh, george c george, wolf I think. Yeah, george. yeah
2: man he's super dope like i watched some of that behind the scenes like his you can see his mind just like it's like he's a black guy yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. His mind was just like, you could just tell, man. He's almost like, all, almost like very Spike Lee-ish
5: in a way. So yeah, he, he, he was super dope with this. It was interesting how their use of music too. There wasn't really a lot of music mm. in there other than the music they were playing. And I loved that scene. Me yeah. too, because everything was silent. Mm. Like when they were, that was another weird thing. Yeah. When you're saying it's a play, it mm-hmm. makes sense now. Mm. But when like, I noticed that in me, I was like, why? They're like, there's no backdrop. Like when he was giving that whole monologue about mm-hmm. his parents like, this could have used a little piano or something. <laughs> or, make it extra sad, but there was nothing.
4: Did anybody peep during that scene when he was talking about his mom, the way his eye was jumping and twitching when mm-hmm, he was talking? Man! Mm-hmm. was like, oh. I didn't, I didn't acting. <laughs> that's
3: that. what I was going to ask you, Nate. Like, you think he's going to get nominated?
4: They're talking about it. They're talking about him possibly being nominated for this.
5: Hmm. Yeah, of course they're going to nominate him. Yeah. He, he died. It's unfortunate. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, that's just the way those, those, those shitty award shows go. But he, I mean, he definitely did his thing, and so did uh, Coleman. Violin, Coleman,
4: um, yeah. he, Domingo, yeah, yeah
5: mm-hmm. Coleman, then and the whole yeah. cast. I mean, homie that was playing the fucking the slow drum. drag. Yeah, yeah, he was kind of just in the background. He was like there. He was like you. God, was he but... like the only one that didn't have a story? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah, had yeah. a story. Didn't and the nephew,
4: out. and they didn't really elaborate on Dusty May either. On who? Dusty May.
1: Her but I think that was
4: probably
5: on purpose. Mm-hmm. And that made sense that they didn't give her a backstory. And that sounds really yeah. misogynistic. But I think it makes sense for this particular movie that she didn't really need a backstory. But they could have gave Slow homeboy drag, something. Yeah. I, can't, I can't remember his fucking name. Slow Drive.
4: Slow drag. Uh, S- Slow S- drag. Oh. I mean, but Levy, I mean, not Levy, Um, Colonel Taylor didn't really have a backstory either. He just was a more prominent character. He had a story. Right.
5: He, he Didn't he tell a story? He told a whole bunch of stories. Yeah. They he was like, a preaching metaphors. Yeah, yeah they oh. like
4: oh, philosophizing. Right, I don't right. think they're a real stories. Oh yeah, no, he had-
5: he- <laughs> I
3: thought he had something he, he, he had said, one story but- where he uh lost his girl to uh someone to go to church.
4: Or, yeah, a- a yeah, why she, she was right. Yeah. He was a heathen. But he didn't have
5: a <laughs> backstory. But yeah. slow died didn't really slow, slow drag, so drag. Mm-hmm. didn't really say much of anything. Mm-hmm. He just kind of stood in the background.
1: She was shaking that thing for them boys. Too, <laughs> was. She was like, What you uh, mom, tell her to stop.
4: Stop, sit uh, what she say,
3: flowing yourself.
4: <laughs> you, you, I love this. I feel like I've heard people talk like this my whole <laughs> life,
3: like these old people. Yeah, nah, the, the scene that got me the best scene in my opinion was when she was drinking that coke slowly. Man, <laughs> yeah. Man. Man.
5: she told that Coke cry. How do you drink Coke like that? I can't drink Coke like that. Old people Old can. People yeah. can yes. They chug it like that. Oh, yes. That's that was that Coca with the cocaine in it. Yes. That was a real Coke. Oh, uh, <laughs> I didn't think about that aspect.
2: Old people could drink yeah, a goddamn well. soda, mm-hmm. man. God, you, you, you. They drinking gin and
3: shit
5: all the time, gin and moonshine. That ain't yeah, Coca Cola. I could chug some whiskey before I can <laughs> Coke. Like you Coke, can. Br- yeah, Coke burns. Like has this weird, like whiskey I dog? not If you drink good whiskey, you drink that rot gut shit.
4: <laughs> that shit like, burn, but-
5: I can't. I cannot chug Coke at all. The way when she was just. And
4: <coughs> listen. All right, Mike. Go, it's all right. Gonna, keep
3: going. We're
4: going to let that go. <laughs> I was
3: going
1: to Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Too good, man. Wait,
4: wait. <laughs> We're going to let that go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, right. uh, yeah. uh, shit. <laughs> go ahead, finish. shit. Oh, shit.
5: Oh, shit. Hey! good! <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, I have a coke and a smile. Oh, <laughs> shit. oh, oh woo, shit! Y'all ain't got oh, no dances. damn. God, super,
3: man. <laughs> shit. Oh man! All right. Uh, well, those are the last thoughts. Any, anybody else got something to say? I
5: ain't got God. shit else, bro.
3: <laughs> one the <one for> movie. <laughs> All right, those are our thoughts on Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Please let us know what your thoughts are on FPS Podcast, Reddit Thread, uh, FPS Podcast. That's also the handle for IG and Twitter. Um, Please continue to also send us your recommendations because we got recommended this one by a lot of people, but we knew we were going to review it anyway. But we're looking for new stuff to review, especially now that we're getting finished with other shows and movies. So, um, yeah, tune in next week to hear what we got next. We out. Peace.